The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Find it fascinating, I promise you. We say good morning to Pat Phelan. Uh, last time we talked to him, he's on a golf course ready to play in the Friend Indeed golf outing. Uh, let's give an update. There was some question, the future of the Friend Indeed. Uh, is it safe to say it's alive and well? It's alive and well. Um, you know, COVID didn't help any of us, obviously. It changed the way we thought about everything, uh, including our food distribution uh, that we've done every year for the Friend Indeed. And if you go back, and and I think that was part of what we wanted to talk about today, Sam, is to give a little bit of the history, um, and then let you know we're still here. We need to raise funds. We want to distribute food. We want to keep doing it. But, you know, this started in 1960 with the uh, the SJR, and and it has gone ever since. That first year they raised about $9,000. They distributed funds, uh, food, and ever since then it's just been food, 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 right? There were years where we distributed toys. There were years that there were coats collected and distributed but over the last uh, decade and a half, it was food distribution. 2,500 families receive mm. food. Uh, hundreds upon hundreds of volunteers who jump into that. Uh, but that takes time. It takes effort. It takes money. Um, but we're back. Uh, when COVID hit in March of 20, immediately Jim Schaefer, who's sitting here, Rob Tetone, and the rest of the committee said, we've got to do something. We've got to do it now. And we donated 25000 to the Community Foundation, who turned right around and put food uh, in the mouths of the children who were now studying from home. Some of those kids didn't get meals uh, if it wasn't for the schools, the school district, so we were immediately active in that. We couldn't do the food distribution in, in uh, 2020 or in 21, so we started working with the Central Illinois Food Bank, uh, donated uh, 25,000 additional funds that first year and another 55 to 60,000 in 2021 to be able to allow them to go up and serve fun, uh, food into the high rises. And even last year we had pickup days where uh, a couple of locations where folks would come and, and we would deliver kind of a, like a drive-through program where we're going to give food to them and let them load up their, their vehicles and then go home and prepare the food. What's going to change this year? What are we going to do this year? We're going to keep going with the Central Illinois Food Bank. They've been a great partner. Okay. Um, you know, if you think about what Friend Indeed was, Friend Indeed obviously was a part of the SJR. It had the full support of the paper and the staff. And, you know, you you know the history of the SJR. You know how many people were in those in that building. I know Jim uh, and Rob Tetone and, and countless others would start working on this project in November maybe even before, because they had to go talk to the grocery stores. How much, you know, what kind of food we're going to get per box? What, how much is that going to cost? How much do we need to raise? And then the next step, and, the, and really the hardest part to duplicate now was the administration piece. Had to get the applications out to the, the, the recipients. They had to complete them, get them back. Had to enter them into a database. Had to, had to vet those individuals. Well, the SJR provided not only the time for the employees to do it during their workday, but they had the systems and the, and the computers and the database, et cetera. We know there's not that many folks sitting in those, in the coffers of the SJR at the moment. So <laughs> Jim Schaefer, Rob Tito, Nancy Evans, and, and countless other elves have been doing this 
basically out of their houses for for years. And beautiful. Uh, isn't that great? And the, the downside is we can't keep up with that. The manpower um, to do all that is extreme. Then, then you're once you've got the twenty five hundred families, now you got to figure out where they live. We got to be able to give uh, uh, basically a a map to an idiot like me that's taking my kids, and we want to go deliver ten, twelve, fourteen, twenty sets of boxes. So we had to map all that out. So what we're trying to duplicate in using the Central Illinois Food Bank and then other agencies like them is let them help us do the administration work, let us be the fundraiser and the food distribution. So. We're going to, again, work with the food bank this year. I think it's December 20th. We'll be going into the high-rises again. Uh, plus, we'll have a couple, hopefully two to four food distribution days. Those haven't been completely mapped out yet. But we're here, we're alive, and we need to raise some funds. How can people participate? Well, the participation, again, the, the downside. Uh, as far as you get money donated. Yeah, okay. well, that's where we're going to bring the voice of Sammy Madonia because Newhoff's jumped up. And, and has agreed to be a partner here. Uh, more information will, will come. Very good. The P.O. Box has not changed. I think it's still P.O. Box 15 here in Springfield. You can drop off any donation uh, to any INB branch. You can call me at any point in time. Oh, the P.O. Box is now 142. Rob had some had some throat surgery, so he's steering no de Bergerac as he's sitting here writing me notes. Um, so P.O. Box 142 will get you just about anything, but... Drop off a, a donation at any any INB. Beautiful. And we'll keep this thing rolling. Um, was there any doubt you folks were going to be able to pull this off? Well, <laughs> there's always doubt, right, because it's manpower. And the, I think the most challenging part of all this is we've probably got 250 to 300 volunteers that are just chomping at the bit. They're sitting on the front porch waiting to, for us to say go because they want to take their family. Some are doing second, third generations of food distribution. So the manpower never has a problem as it relates to the food distribution side. Uh, the contributions were down um, mainly because we weren't out in the community doing this. But we hope to get, we, we need to raise somewhere between 100 and 150000 a year to do this. And then I know we have the manpower to pull off the distributions. I know everybody has stories who've been involved and rightfully so. When my dad was with the SJR those 50-some years, he was very much involved. And Lincoln is the supervisor, and I was involved up there. And in the late 70s, he retired in 83, he got me involved, and he said, I have a truck come up, leave you six boxes. Leave them in the garage. You and Alice distribute them. I said, no problem. I know where they went. And you think after teaching at the high school, you know what's going on in the community. Mm -hmm. You don't know until you step in the homes. Mm -hmm. And after that first year... I took the two daughters, Stacy and Ann. I said, you're going with us, mm-hmm. and you're going to carry. St- I mean, it is so moving. And whether it be Lincoln, whether it be Springfield, doesn't make any difference. There's need in communities, and it's genuine need. And the friend, indeed, has been incredibly valuable for this community. And I'm very, very happy that Newhoff's involved. Anything we can do, of course, we will do our best. Uh, but we're going to raise some money for the friend, indeed. Absolutely, and you're right, Sam. There's nothing. There's nothing better than than being able to show your children another side of life. Oh, oh. And um, some of the stories, and I'll probably get choked up trying to say this. Some of the stories I can remember over Christmas season are just my kids seeing, yes. just seeing the the way some people have to live. 
And if you can even help them and put a, a glimmer in their eye for one moment, why wouldn't we take that opportunity? And I know one of them even went into a home and there was a classmate in the house and they had no idea. They had no idea the living conditions that this young lady was living in, in her home and the challenges that they felt. So anyway, we're going to do our best. I promise you we'll get more information. Hopefully you guys will come back and Mr. Schaefer will be able to speak a little bit because he is so valuable, not only here, but he helps out with the fair food contest. Uh, Jim Schaefer is really one of the good, good, good people around. He really is. And he and that whole team down there uh, have a very, very warm spot in my heart for the SJR and all their former employees. Great people. Good. It's such a great organization, Sam. And, and, you know, we're very fortunate. We talk about it all the time, how lucky we are to live in Springfield because of the people. And this is just one more piece of evidence uh, towards that. Pat Phelan, thanks. Jim Schaefer, good to see you, my friend. God bless the both of you. Thank you. The friend indeed is alive and well in Springfield, Illinois, helping the needy of our community in this holiday season. Thank you, Sammy. Good to see you guys. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.